0: My guest today is Adam Roach. You may know Adam from his podcasts, Boy Clarence, The Secret History of Hollywood, or House of Hammer. He's most often associated with classic film. He has this infectious love of old movies. But Adam is also a huge fan of old-time radio. And that's what I wanted to talk to him about today. Adam also has, like, the best voice in all of broadcasting. You can keep Morgan Freeman. If there's a movie made of my life, I want Adam Roach to narrate it. This is Geek 4, a podcast about fans, fandom, and fan culture. I'm Dr. Michael Boyce. Everyone likes something, but what are you a geek for? Adam, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to Geek 4.
1: Thank you for having me. It's so good to meet you, Mike. I feel like we've been orbiting each other for a while.
0: Yes. (laughs) Most people know you from your podcast for classic movie lovers, whether it's delving into the sordid tales of old-timey Hollywood or the eclectic, somewhat dubious uh, output from the Hammer Studio, but you also have this love of old-time radio, and I want to talk about that today.
1: It's not even a love. It's like a creepy obsession. Like none of my podcasts, nothing I do now in life would exist and that is not an exaggeration i would still be you know a delivery driver or something or you know working in a shop if it wasn't for old time radio my love for it burns so deep
0: (laughs) that is exciting because yeah that was my introduction to podcasting Mm. uh people listening to podcasts were old time radio episodes yeah how did you get into it
1: so um i used to be a, a a delivery driver for about 10 years and uh I was really in love with old films and uh so one day I just stumbled upon this tape pack deck thing in a shop and it had like four episodes of suspense and Joan Crawford and um uh, Rosalind Russell and Herbert Marshall. Something.
0: I was like oh, oh that
1: sounds good it might be something to listen to while I'm driving so I, I bought this tape thing and I, I found another one it was the screen director's playhouse and had stagecoach with John Wayne and um I was like, whoa, this is, like, amazing. How did I not know these exist? Because I like old films. And then I found one, and it was It's a Wonderful Life, and it had James Stewart and Donna Reed, and it was an hour long. It was like watching the film as I was driving, and I was like, because it's my favourite film, I was like, oh, I wore the tape out. And then I just couldn't get enough, and I was like, you know, how, how do people not know more about old-time radio? And then this is how old i am the internet became a thing <laughs> so um all of a sudden on archive and there was the internet <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know stone tablets for newspapers before that yes but uh yeah then then obviously you got things like archive.org and all of a sudden all of these series i had fragments of like i had eight episodes of bold venture and six episodes of the screen director's playhouse or something and i'd heard one or two looks and then all of a sudden you could get Oh, you know, 700 episodes of Lux and I so, thought oh my god it was like heaven so uh, yeah I just I filled up a, a 160 gig iPod with old time radio and just used to listen for about 6 or 7 hours a day and that's mm. what made me want to start podcasting because I thought I could present a podcast in which I talk about a movie and then um, present the old time radio version of it or an old time radio version of it and so I did, and the beginning of, end of 2013, it was, um, Attaboy Clarence began. It was a very rough idea. It's sort of found its format over the years. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and that led to the secret history of Hollywood, and that led to, you know, other things, House of Hammer and all the other little pieces that have come out of it. So all-time radio. I'd still be driving a van for a living. Now I podcast. <laughs>
0: Thank L- you, listening time radio. To Listen to, Listening to what? Listening to what? When I first discovered uh old time radio, it was mm. the same thing. It was those it was those shows that were Hollywood versions or radio versions of Hollywood films. Mm. And just such interesting casting choices. Yeah. You know, that sometimes they would get the actors, but other times they would mix them up and you'd have somebody completely different in the role.
1: Have you heard like um uh Shadow of a Doubt with Cary Grant? No. Yeah, there's like there's like three or four different mm-hmm. versions of Shadow of Doubt, but one of them has Cary Grant as Uncle Charlie, and it's like God, that's such good casting. Like, whoa, I have to hear that. Every now and then you hear of an episode in which they start as some part and you go, God, my God, I must search the internet to find that. It's brilliant. Yes. Fantasy football.
0: I used to to go to to film conferences, um, you know, back when such things were possible and actually held, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with academics. And and, and unfortunately in in Canada, the the film – Uh, academic world is mostly focused on documentaries um, which is fine Um, but not not my cup of tea but you know I talk about these these podcasts with people like have you heard Lux Mm. like you know this is really interesting and most people hadn't it was it was shocking to me Mm. how few fans of old Hollywood films know about these these episodes Mm.
1: it is insane and even now occasionally like, I'll play an episode, I play an episode of All Time Radio on every a- Atta Boy Clarence episode, and and people go, that was, like, crazy, I can't believe that so-and-so starred in that, or they'll hear the radio play and go, that film sounds great, that's how I heard of The Brighton Strangler, which is, like, one of my favourite films ever, it was like a suspense adaptation, and they completely changed the story, <clears throat> you watch the film, the story's completely different to the radio play, but they made this 30-minute version of the film to promote the Uh, Sorry, the radio play To promote the film Mm -hmm. I remember thinking What a title The Brighton Strangler Must find that film It took me years to find it Because it was out of print And I finally got hold Of a copy of the film It's become one of my favourites It's such a bad film But it's so deliciously (laughs) Enjoyably bad You know
0: Your affection for the bad like in and not in an ironic way it's it's so it's so refreshing you Thanks. just you, you <laughs> love you love them so much I do. um and i watch river patrol with you mm. and you know that was a very interesting <laughs> not quite as much river as i would have expected no and very, really,
1: so funny.
0: very very little patrolling mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but lots of standing around in a box
1: lots of tights uh yes the most yes. cinematic yeah. fistfight ever at the end Ah, oh, it's just yeah. you know you know someone loved that once you know, they kicked it out into the world and now people like us watch it and go why well, isn't that <laughs> yes. good fun yeah. yeah
0: i love yeah. it but it's it's like 50 minutes long mm. so you know you can't be offended at a... that,
1: can you no,
0: no. no. Been two hours With all these three hour movies mm-hmm. oh it's 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 a, it's a joy yeah totally. um so what other like classic old time radio stuff did you discover? And I mean, if, if the Hollywood stuff kind of brought you in, what, mm. what was your next foray?
1: So what'd you get into? The, um, I think it's way more subversive than people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood theater stuff is brilliant. Like right? screen guild theaters, yeah. uh, screen directors, playhouse, Lux, obviously you can basically. I'm listening to you, I
0: was, I was listening to your episode on ra- uh, raffles. Uh, right. Today, oh yeah. Actually, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, you can, Get, download these those three shows, and you'll never really be out of stories. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds. But then, it really surprises me things like the sitcoms they used to have in the forties on radio, like Great Gilda which I love. Halls of Ivy, I think's probably I my love favorite. The Halls of Ivy. Oh my god, oh. favorite like serial <laughs> comedy drama thing. I, I I listen to that every summer when I'm you know out in the garden. Always have Halls of Ivy on because it's so gentle, it's so clever, it's so sweet, it's so intelligent, and they always hide Mm -hmm. these sort of kernels of truth and idea and you know, in the stories and they, they dress them as comedies, but because he's like, you know, intellectual college, college professor and, and she's just the most adorable wife. They, they get to explore these things like racism and teenage pregnancy and, you know, untimely death and the war and its effect on kids and stuff. And and like, you come away laughing, but kind of enlightened as well. It's genius, Mm -hmm. genius. Yeah. Um, Whilst we're like, and then you have things like quiet, please. And lights out like these, Anthologys, not even sci-fi but just like crazy like twilight zone ish mm. tales but done with such like like they're so chilling some of them some of them are thrilling some of them horrify you so you can't sleep that night you know and that was like all in the 40s and they had to put warnings at I the don't... beginning <laughs> it's just audio but you won't be able to sleep for a week absolutely
0: oh, a couple of the horror anthologies are mm. are just absolutely bone chilling there's there's one and i can't remember if it was suspense or mm, which which program it was on mm. and it was about someone who was like trying to scare someone to death oh, that, that's and that's all i remember from it <laughs> yeah. but 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 that's enough mm. like it has stuck with me all these years mm. um yeah. And then there's the detective stuff. Yeah. Like, and I know you are a big fan of the Sherlock Holmes, mm. the Basil Rathbone, mm. Nigel Bruce. They do a whole radio series yeah. that, you know, brilliant.
1: Oh, and it's, it's great. If you love the films, there's 14 films. And then I think the day I found out that there was a whole bank of episodes with those guys in it as well, I was like, oh, my God. it's just it never stop giving. It's like such a gift. So <laughs> I downloaded every one I could find. I think I've got like 50 something um the tantalizing thing is that there were over 200 and they're still being found every now and then but they're things like the giant rat of sumatra which is this fabled you know <laughs> fictional tale that they've to mentioned. mentioned but yep. but edith miser wrote and they produced a, a a story called the the giant rat of sumatra and i would give my life to hear that thing it's <laughs> 30 minutes but um yep. yeah even the um yep. the conway and bruce series isn't it isn't bad. I mean, he's, yeah. he's quite a good homes and Nigel's there to keep the continuity going and the stories are written mm-hmm. by the same guys. It's it's a really good series. I really like that too.
0: And and the, the Petri Wine uh, <laughs> references or what, what them. I, if you can get the episodes with the commercials in, yeah. it is so worth it. Oh, totally. It's so worth
1: it. What what's your favorite wine commercial on you know?
0: Oh the the Petri Wine yeah. um with with uh with Nigel Bruce at the beginning. Oh just, <laughs> just some Petri wine, and then I'll tell you he's you know, yeah. and, and I mean, Bruce's Watson is is all, always on the verge of being drunk, uh, so it just fits. It fits. Very it's Perfect.
1: True. I like the Cresta. Have you have you heard the Cresta Blanca ad? It's it's the most hilarious wine ad. Because he goes C R E S T A, he goes dum 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 B L A N C A, do 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 Cresta, dum dum Blanca, Mm-mm. Cresta Blanca. <laughs> it's like God. It's, like, it's so corny and bad that. I kind of want it played at my wedding. <laughs> and talking of Halls of Ivy, the, the Paps Blue Ribbon ads on that. No, um, is it, mm. no, they're on like Screen Director's Playhouse as well. Uh, but anyway, I remember going to a burger bar like a year ago with, some friends and um, it was like one of these, you know, gourmet burger bars, and everyone was very cool, hipster, and they iPads, and they were sort of they sat at your table while they were taking your order, and it was all brickwork and everything. And then they said, uh, "We'll bring some beers over," and they brought over and they were patch blue Ribbon and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because we don't get that stuff over here. I mean, it's probably ubiquitous oh. over there, but I was like, oh this the patch oh, blue yes. ribbon?" I saved the can and uh, everything. I've got it here somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we don't get as excited about patch blue, blue ribbon. <laughs> you over should. Here. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, now i will oh, okay. now i will um other shows you like this is just fun. um because like, i'm i have a list now i think i think the
1: king of shows all-time radio is probably mm-hmm. suspense because they had the best stars there's so many of them the quality just never dips at all um that's probably the most consistent show i'd say mm-hmm. um, but halls of ivy is probably Probably yeah. my favorites. Lux is just endlessly listen. I honestly listen to probably three episodes a day now. I mean, I always put put it on mm. when I'm in bed and listen through mm-hmm. my speaker pillow and stuff. um What else do I like? um I like Doctor Christian. Have you had that? No, a, I, I
0: know of mm. it, but I've have, I have not I've not listened. It's to very it. twee. It
1: stars Gene herschel He's like a small town doctor, and he has to solve their problems. And it's like great gildersleeve everyone's like picket fence and you know i can't pay you this week that's fine just give me some tomatoes kind of thing it's so sweet like that um and i love the dr kildare series with Lionel barrymore yes. and of barrymore yeah. that's just mm-hmm. insanely good and the films are just yeah as well i could mainline those for hours a day as well they're just so good
0: they're, they're quite charming mm. um yeah and that's the word i would use with um with halls vibe. Mm-hmm. um I, i've seen a couple of the 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 TV version, um, and it, it just it doesn't strike me in quite the same Would way. Would you it's, it's TV version of Kildare <clears throat> Um or, with Richard Chamberlain? Yeah, is that I, what you meant? I, sorry, I no, sorry, halls of I. Oh right, yeah, um, yeah. They brought in Coleman mm. and, and uh, his wife, um, but yeah, for some reason it just doesn't quite hit me the same way. I don't know if it's the imagination mm. uh, piece, but
1: yeah. I totally agree. I, I I think I've got one episode on my YouTube channel and um, mm-hmm. uh, lots of people have seen it and they all say the same thing. It's like they didn't really bother. They just kind of used the radio script. <laughs> they didn't bother to direct it. They just go, right, you sit in a room and yeah. say exactly those things, which was <laughs> take the microphones just, away and film you instead. Just
0: be Ronald Coleman. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's not very it's, it's visual. It's,
1: yeah,
0: It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, in terms of um, like detective stuff, you, you, again, that, that list that you did on um, uh, on House of Hammer, uh I forget which episode that was, but you did this great list: mm. top ten old time radio detectives.
1: Yeah, Candy Matson's Can- really good. Um, she's great fun. Um,
0: Th- there are not enough episodes. No, of that. no,
1: no. It's a real shame. Um, I like the Philo Vance series, and a lot of people don't. They think it's kind of impenetrable, and that bloody organ that keeps popping up. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh,
0: I believe they just let a cat walk across it parts the, the pipe awful it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like
1: oh, it's, so like, it's so your bad. turn to play the organs today. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just stamp my hands <laughs> on it. Um yeah, but the, the mysteries are really great and the the solutions sometimes I was like, oh that's really clever. Yeah, that's quite a good one. <laughs>
0: Uh, you, you mentioned that, like the sophisticated storytelling, mm-hmm. like *Halls of Ivy*, has all of these little you know things that it brings in, but it's done with charm and this kind of touch of nostalgia and mm. interesting. I find the 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 mysteries can be actually quite dark. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, people have this perception of the past as being kind of you know there were two wars and a and a and a Spanish flu, but um, there is there there's a uh, uh, the lion's eye. Mm. I find like just I mean that's as yeah. dark. Noir are is almost anything out there yeah. and then how, how jack webb kind of sachets that into dragnet uh, is is quite interesting mm. um but yeah again that the storytelling is so good and then you also have these like uh, candy madison maybe a little bit of this it's a it's a kind of a a high concept idea so you have to kind of buy into mm. that there's some of that stuff there's a there's an, mm-hmm. a, a show I'm, I'm listening to right now Called the Chameleon. Have you heard of this? I
1: haven't. No, no.
0: Okay. So apparently there there was like only a couple of episodes floating around, and a few more have become available. Uh he is a he's a de- detective, and his name, wait for it, <laughs> is ch- chameleon. Um so apparently his and I believe it's his Christian name. Um, so his parents have bestowed upon him the name chameleon. Please say and his first name is Karma. He also has the gift of disguise so it's not clear mm-hmm. if that's because he is named chameleon or like he had to become good at disguise because his parents unfortunately uh, named him I, I would chameleon. love it if
1: it's just a happy coincidence
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, okay. and then each episode he has to like get in disguise and the whole thing is like the audience knows who the chameleon is but the the, the bad guys don't oh, wow. and like the concept is so complicated mm. it's like this is all this is alternately terrible and wonderful <laughs> all at the same time. It's so good. So good. That's
1: cool. That sounds great. Um Yeah,
0: it's uh yeah, worth seeking. The out.
1: Chamele- the chameleon. I'm going to have to. Uh, the, the chameleon. Yeah. I like him. Um,
0: and so everyone knows about the chameleon. Yeah. They'll talk about it in society. Oh, the chameleon.
1: <laughs> have you heard the, uh, heard the episodes of Tales of Fatima? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, that's. I mean, I, I would give anything to have all of those episodes as well. Because what an idea for a show! Yeah. Have Basil Rathbone yeah. playing himself, and then every night yeah. after a show he goes and <laughs> solves the crime. It's really fun.
0: What else are you gonna do? There's an episode of uh, Yours Truly, do- Johnny Dollar with <laughs> uh, Price. Price, yeah, yeah. stolen artwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mentions his, never mentions his horror career at yeah. all. It's like he's art. It's his art. Um, it's his collection of art. That's so wonderful. Johnny Dollar yeah. is
1: is in a great show that's consistent
0: i just finished the bob bailey episodes which were like that's the longest running Mm. actor to play johnny dollar and i like that's up with my phd in terms of like accomplishments (laughs) in my life i'm pretty proud pretty proud of that honestly with with attaboy clarence Mm. i love the idea you you combine your film reviews which i understand like you you wanted to start writing you wanted to start presenting reviews but then you incorporate old-time radio Mm. Were you surprised by the success of that?
1: Yeah. Like, um, I, I think a, a lot of people have. I, I've always tried to open it up to new shows as well. Like, I, I've mm-hmm. used a few that are very, you know, underheard, shall we say. But, um,. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really nice, and I know a lot of people just listen to the reviews and then they get to the old time radio bit and they go, oh, "That's fine. I don't. I'd rather watch the film, what not have it spoiled." And it, it's fine. Yeah, go go away then. But um, yeah, I'll never stop putting. In a, I've, I found a really good one for this week's show. Actually, I've just I've just recorded it. I'm in the middle of editing it, and um, uh, um, I found you know John Loder from the Brighton Strangler. Mm-hmm. So he, yep. I found a, an episode where he stars as. Charles Condominer, the lead in Blythe Spirit on this, like, Mm -hmm. New York radio series thing. I can't remember what it's called now. Best Shows, I think. Anyway, so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, John Loder in Blythe Spirit. I I found that, and I listened to it last night, and it's the first time I've ever heard him act. It's brilliant. (laughs) I just wish I could have seen him when he was doing it, because the man has one facial that's fresh. (laughs) (laughs) I was listening to it thinking, This is it's, so good. This is the glory of all-time radio. <laughs> yeah, John Lodge. Just listen
0: to it watching a picture of him. It's probably the same <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. It's the, the same. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I might flicker yeah. an eyebrow once. Or... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. One of the things I like to explore with my guests is when we're talking about the things that they love, is the ways that they've connected with others. Because you know, we often find community and friends and around this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. You have such a, a unique uh, relationship with your audience and your communities. You are very generous with your time online. Thank you. <laughs> what have like what have been kind of the, the the best things that have come out of sharing your love of, of these things with the world? And what have been some of the challenging things? Hmm. It's interesting.
1: Well, I never thought I'd ever, you know, be able to have, have a, like a weekly film, like I do a weekly film club through Patreon. That's been mm-hmm. very rewarding every, every week. They, it's not even the fact that it's brought me anything apart from obviously you know, income, but um, it's more the <laughs> fact that, you know, Sunday nights when Rock Up and I'm still waiting on the income. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: Sunday nights when the room starts filling up. You see all these people mm-hmm. having conversations among themselves and saying hi and asking checking up on each other that's been amazing to see the fact yeah. that this this thing has acted as kind of a hub for people to meet and there are people of all kinds of knowledge base levels you know there are people mm-hmm. like there's a lady called Chris who literally knows everything about every old film and that it's star and it's great if there's ever a question she answers it but then there are people who are new to old films, that just like the secret history of Hollywood or something and want to look, like know a bit more and they come in and and they just are instantly accepted and they I see them chatting together on Twitter and things. That's been incredible yeah. to see that that club type thing and that community grow. So that's been amazing.
0: Yeah. I really appreciate that you do that with ha- with the Hammer stuff because <laughs> um seriously R- River Patrol like mm. one of the body responses that i've had to pandemic mm. i haven't been able to watch movies like really you know and for me as a film scholar that's really problematic i i can't read um I, i'm getting better with mm. reading but movies watching movies was has been really In hard what way to, was to, it the
1: attention span or,
0: yeah uh, i lost my attention span and the concentration required to watch a movie uh there's a couple things uh, i i the UK Blu-ray of um, woman in black, the, uh, the the TV version. 89 version. And I kind of forced. Yes. And I kind of forced myself to watch that. that. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, it's absolutely terrifying. And I I posted a Mm. picture of me watching it online and a bunch of people were like, Oh, that's that, that, that gives Mm. me nightmares. (laughs) I, I, so I kind of forced myself to watch that. I forced myself to watch a couple of things. Um, I needed to watch the new bond film for professional Mm. reasons. Um, that was three hours. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> could have been, could have been, I want to 55 minutes for a movie. Um, I, I my attention span's mm. gone, but watching river patrol with people and kind of engaging with them was. I mean, that was really a, a meaningful experience. Mm. Uh, I don't mean to get maudlin or anything like that, but that was really special. And to having heard you four talk about it, um and the very divided opinions on it. Um I have to ask, like so the, the people you've assembled to do this, and I love how each of your podcasts has a different flavor. That's brilliant. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you bring you bring three three other people whose primary focus is horror, mm. and then you're going through the hammer film chronologically, you're not gonna get to a horror film until 2025.
1: Yeah, that was my master plan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you just messing with them? <laughs> <laughs> and how long did it take them to figure that out? <laughs> Paul Robes Paul Robeson is in a, a vampire. What's going on
1: here? It's funny because I've known them for years. It's like we've been friends since we like we all started podcasting together, and we formed this little mm-hmm. community called Pod Pals. And there's other people in it as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is like me, Ben, and Kevin Smokey. Kind of like mm-hmm. we we chat a lot and everything. And and I was lying in bed watching I think, like. Pff- uh, Devil Rides Out or something and uh, I was oh, thinking yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to do a Hammer podcast I mean I know it's been overdone um, and there are mm-hmm. tons of them out there but um be cool to do one that started right at the beginning because there was the Mary Celeste film you know oh, which is yeah. you know, terribly bad anyway so (laughs) we um, I I was like Smokey do you think this is a good idea and he's like yeah that's a great idea I was like we should get some more people to have like Mm. a team thing and there was this program over here called That's Life in the 70s and 80s Mm -hmm. and it was kind Mm of you turn up and there would be a panel of people and they would say what are you going to talk about this week And and you know the lady has to run, so she would walk over and go, I'm gonna talk about children's braces and how how they're getting stronger or something. You know, and someone else would go, Oh, I'm gonna do an investigation into turtles, and they, they seem to be getting faster these days. And, and I was like, This is a really good idea. We should do like a magazine format show where it's take the film, but then we take pieces of it and just talk about it separately. And we 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 sort of brainstormed it for a couple of weeks and and it it's turned out really well. And the the, the fun thing is it's not just sitting there talking about a film, which is, it's it's got its place, don't get me wrong, but, you know, s- Smokey's never written anything before. Now he's writing, you know, uh, scripts about things, and, and Ben's really enjoying mm-hmm. it, and, and Kev's getting to, uh, you know, throw out his encyclopedic knowledge on s- people's hairstyles <laughs> and the history of the hand and crank. And, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like one of those things that you can, it, it's like, we we don't say to each other you can't do that you can't do that we, we're kind of like, you just do what you want as long as it's within good taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's
0: it, it's great. I, I really, Thanks, really, it's, it. it's
1: good fun to make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I can't wait for the next the next the next screening. I think that'll be that'll
1: well. Be fine. Uh, yeah, the next one's April the ninth. It's a Saturday. All right, um, and we're watching right. Dick Barton Strikes Back, which I think is sixty-five minutes or something. But um, oh, afterwards, we're doing a Zoom call for the first time, oh. like a group thing, and then we're doing a quiz. Mm-hmm. So you should come. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I think I, I think I shall. Um,
0: <laughs> the the times you guys have played games, I'm amazed that you're still friends. You and...
1: <laughs> we weren't for a while.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first one was really tense. <laughs> <bad. laughs> Uh, I usually play a game with my with my guest called Fast Four. It's you know quick response thing uh, about a number of different topics some some things that we've talked about today, but also like general things. Are you up for I that? Am. Adam Roach, are you a fan of something that might surprise people? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> very dull. <laughs> How awesome is High Hazel?
1: Incredibly awesome. <laughs> Love her.
0: I want to see I want I'm to see more High Hazel. Her. What is
1: one film everyone should see? Obsession from 1949. Starring Sally Gray and Robert Newton. It's one of the most incredible films ever made and no one's ever seen it.
0: <laughs> All right. Adam, for reasons that are yet to be determined, you are trapped on a desert island, and you can only have three old-time radio series to keep you occupied. Which series do you take? Suspense,
1: The Halls of Ivy, and The Lux Radio Theater. The big three. (laughs) Yes.
0: That will keep you occupied for a long, long time. Thank you so much for your time. This has been no great. Worries. Where can people find you on social media? Um, you know, follow what you do. Um,
1: um I'm at attaboyclarence.com or secrethistoryofhollywood.com. On Twitter, I'm at movie histories or at, c or at audio joe. And on Instagram I am ooh.
0: Orpheus. Black. Yes,
1: that that's the one.
0: You <laughs> know better than me. <laughs> yeah I see you. I see you on there. I will link to those in the show notes and, and as well as your podcasts, which are excellent. People just you need to listen Thanks, to these. Man. These are great things. So <laughs> thank you so much for your time. It's been great Don't talking worry. to
1: you. You too, Mike. Thank you very much. We
0: should do this again. Definitely. <laughs> thank you for joining me on Geek Four. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Geek4Pod or me on Twitter at MWBoice. If you listen on Apple Podcast, click the subscribe button and consider leaving a five-star review. Be sure to join us next time when we learn what someone else is a geek for.